what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome back to My Dad Watches The Bachelor. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, my dad. Hello, Meredith. How have you been? Oh, I've been great. How have you been? I've, I've enjoyed having a nice respite from having to watch uh, Bachelor-oriented programs, although I'm sure you've been watching the Bachelor in Paradise programs. Oh, yes. I've been keeping up with Bachelor in Paradise. The finale is tonight. There's a lot, a lot of drama going on, but it has been nice to watch as just a fan and not take notes. And, and I've, I've asked you over the last few weeks just to touch base with one of my favorites, one that a, a young lady dear to my heart, Abigail. How is Abigail doing? You know, Abigail, you know, last week actually got dumped by, no. Noah, by Noah. He was on Tasha's season. But, you know, it, I have seen rumors that they, they are together now. So I think things will work out. But I've also seen other rumors that, um, you know, bring Abigail into the Claire and Dale break, official breakup. That happened in the past couple weeks. Um, th- this is uh, very scandalous, but apparently while Claire and Dale were on a break, Abigail and Dale hooked up. That's, that's awful. Um, I was upset that uh, Abigail was even on the Bachelor in Paradise show. I, I thought that she was, I was hoping that she was above that. I just thought more highly of her. Now, you know, Abigail, she's a young gal. She's just having fun making her way through Bachelor Nation. But, you know, Claire Claire did call Abigail out on this. She posted, like, a, a sad breakup post and tagged Abigail in it. Well, well, this is, this is distressing, but uh, I guess we should just move forward because a new season of The Bachelorette will be cranking up shortly, and, and uh, we're ready to start talking about that. And uh, I guess talk a little bit about the the young lady who will be the bachelorette. Yes, our newest bachelorette is Michelle Young. We know Michelle from Matt James's season. Um, she was one of the five women to arrive late to Matt's season, and she immediately got a one-on-one date. She ended up being Matt's runner-up, and he sent her home before the final rose ceremony. And... Honestly, I didn't. Even, I don't even remember that much of Matt James' this season since we've had a season in between now and then, so I had to refresh myself. But I do remember Michelle being a very fun character. She had a good sense of humor, liked to have a good time. And I think by the end of the season, people were definitely pushing more for a Michelle Bachelorette season than a Katie Bachelorette season. So I, I'm more excited about this than I was going into Katie's season. Well, and I'm not the, the, the connoisseur of Bachelor things that you are, but it seemed like she might have been one of the first people that came into the show late and lasted as long as she did. And, and, and I remember her being rather delightful. She seemed like a very nice young lady, seemed very enthusiastic, uh, you know, seemed, seemed like Matt James might have chosen her to, to, to be the winner, but, uh, uh, I'm sure she'll do a fine job as the the host or what do we call them the the lead oh, yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. you know uh, of this show uh, and she you know I did a little bit of half-ass internet research prior prior to this and uh, 
and I, I remember her being rather athletic and you do some little bit of research. She's a real basketball stud. She was like a basketball player in high school. And then she went on to play at uh, Bradley University, which is in Illinois, uh, started for them. You know, I, I was looking at she had she had a couple of 30 point games for them. I mean, she was like a real basketball player. Yeah. D1 basketball won a lot of awards, like Player of the Week awards, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, she's going to be able to put these guys in, her, in their place. I, and I'm sure we're going to get some type of basketball group date this season. At least one, maybe more. I don't know. Yeah. So other things about Michelle, she is from St. Louis Park, Minnesota, and she's 28 years old. Which I, to me, Michelle seemed older than that because I, I am 25, will be 26 during the course of Michelle's season. She does not seem to be that close in age to me. She seems more mature, more wise, more of an adult. So I was, I was surprised that Michelle's only 28. I, I hadn't given it much thought. I, you know, she, she does seem mature. Um, you know, maybe more mature than you. I think you're relatively more mature. I, you know, I, I, I think you're relatively mature. I think you're, you're doing fine, but, uh, she does seem to have it together. And, and, uh, um, I, I read in my research that one of the reasons that she was not the bachelorette when Katie was the bachelorette was that she, she is a school teacher mm-hmm. and graduated from Bradley university with a, with a degree in elementary education and training uh, teaching, excuse me. And then uh, she didn't want to miss another school year. She didn't want to be away from her kids. So they've they've done this program like starting in July, I think. And, and maybe they've finished the taping at this point in time. Something they def- like that. They've definitely finished taping because as of right now, I do believe that Bachelor is, re- is filming. Um, so Michelle, they, they did two Bachelorettes because Michelle refused to do the normal bachelorette schedule because she didn't want to leave her class. But then I think that her ba- Michelle's filming didn't end until mid late September, which to me is still the school year. So I'm not really sure how that worked with her kids. You know, she's going to have to do crazy press as the show starts. I'm not sure how that's going to work as a teacher either. So I'm, I'm curious if she is teaching this year, I'm also curious how long she will continue to teach post-bachelorette. You know, she could become an Instagram influencer, you know, start her own clothing line, yada, 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 whatever these women want to do post-bachelorette life. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Well, and uh, yeah, I, I, unfortunately, I suspect if that's the way it worked, we're going to, to see those kids brought into this show. They're going to have one of those classroom things with all the happy kids waving. And, you know, basically they're being used by the man. You know, uh, ABC uh, is just manipulating them for, for their show. Yeah, I, I do think that during Matt James' season, during Michelle's hometown, we did get to have some of her students zoom in to the date. So we'll, I'm, I'm sure those kids will be used again. I hope they get well compensated. That's all I can say. <laughs> okay, so 
moving past Michelle, we haven't been back to the Bachelor Mansion since before the pandemic started, and that's not changing this season. Filming is starting off at the Renaissance Esmeralda Resort and Spa in Indian Wells, California. But then a twist we haven't seen in a while. We're moving locations during the season. I know, this is big. We're going to Minneapolis. <laughs> Which, is, is that where Michelle lives? Or is that, I, I know she's from Minnesota. Is that where she lives now, or do we know? I know she teaches in Minnesota still. So I'm, I'm guessing, you know, we're just going to go back to her home state for the ending of the show. Um, they're staying in the Marquette Hotel in Minneapolis. So, you know, this is at least, you know, we're moving in the right direction here. We're not staying in one place the whole season. But we're not going to the Riviera either. No, no. We're going to Minneapolis. Minneapolis is a nice town, and uh, Minnesota is a beautiful state and probably a great place to be during the summer. Obviously, they're not filming there in December, so uh, good for them. Mm -hmm. Another thing to discuss, Tisha and Caitlin are back again to co-host this season. What are your thoughts? I think Tasha is wonderful. <laughs> Not a big fan of Caitlin. So, uh, yeah, they – do we really need two people to do this? No, but whatever. You know, it's 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 an entertainment show. Uh, as, as we've said, uh, as I've said, you know, Tasha is quite delightful. Uh, Caitlin seems a little superfluous to this program, but I'm sure they'll figure it out. Well, I I enjoyed what they brought to the table. I think it made the show seem less stiff, and it was more like having a group of girlfriends there to help you through the whole process than it is like a Chris Harrison, like, this is so official and serious kind of deal. Well, one thing I will agree uh, with you on is that, uh, particularly for The Bachelorette, it does seem more appropriate to have ladies serving as the host that might better connect to the bachelorette as she grapples with, I'm sure, whatever emotional issues are in store for us, as opposed to, uh, you know, having the uh, older fatherly figure like Chris Harrison uh, there who probably doesn't relate as well. I think it's also helpful that both Tasha and Caitlin have been the bachelorette before. So they've been in those shoes, they've had those experiences, and can can empathize with what Michelle's going to go through. And as we're filming this, we do know who the new host of The Bachelor is going to be this season. It's Jesse Palmer, which we'll talk more about that when we get into The Bachelor season. But he was a former Bachelor as well, so it seems like ABC thinks it's a good idea to have these former leads be hosts. Although you told me that David Spade did a very good job on the uh, Bachelor in Paradise show, I thought he would have brought some fun, some fun to the program. Yeah, David Spade was definitely my favorite uh, guest host on Paradise. It was a great time with him. Yeah. Well, we we were we're looking forward to uh, seeing how Michelle goes, and uh, and I guess next week uh, we get to talk about the the cast, the Bachelors that will be trying to uh, win her hand. Yes, it's my favorite episode of the season. We get to uh, 
make our snap judgments based off of ABC bios of the men. It's always a good time. It's a long time, but a good time. And and how many uh, how many men are we going to have to uh, look at uh, next I week? I haven't even glanced. I'm guessing 25 to 30. Too many uh, is the answer. Too, too many. Too many is right. So, um, well, well, we, we also episodes are going to be Tuesday nights this week. Bachelorette episodes, you know, to respect the sanctity of Monday Night Football and Dancing with the Stars. Bachelorette has been moved to Tuesdays. And my Monday evening cocktail hours with my buddies. Yes, I, I did ask ABC about that. Oh, I'm, I'm glad that they finally are listening to us. Um, so you can expect to regularly hear from your favorite father-daughter duo on Wednesdays now. Well, that sounds good to me. Well, I'm... Uh... I, I guess we have some work to do this weekend uh, to read 30 bios of uh, these dudes that are going to be showing up on the show. Yeah, we sure do. So we're excited to get our fifth season started. So join us next time as we very kindly judge the men of Michelle's season and make our picks. You'll get to hear all of our thoughts from the right perspective and my dad's. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.